Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Attention terrorists, hold on. Here's Tara's Daily Rant. And this is what the future might look like. Imagine if a federal bureaucrat had the power to limit your savings account, the balance in there. They decide, well, it'd be best for the economy right now to be stimulated by you spending your money. You're not going to be allowed to save it. If they could put a place a shelf life on the money that you earn, got to spend it before the due date, sound far-fetched? Ideas like that are already being floated in the United Kingdom. And you could do it with something called central bank digital currency. Bank of England's already well on its way to this. That's the model for the Federal Reserve here in America. Barreling headlong toward digital currency. Americans should be concerned because the Fed is looking to potentially follow in British footsteps here. This is from a great piece written by E.J. and Tony with the Heritage Foundation for Fox News. E.J. is on the line. Thanks for joining us. Tim, if you could bring him up. Well, Tara, thank you for having me. Sure. This, um, you know, I, I've, I've done a lot on central bank digital currency, but you've raised so many things here. And I, I know right now that the Federal Reserve has a trial program. It is running for this with banks. The Federal Reserve fully intends to go to digital currency. Now, people listening to this, EJ, we think, well, so what? I mean, I never use dollars anymore anyway. I mean, my my check is deposited directly into my account every few weeks. What's the big deal? Right. And and this is part of the, the confusing part of this, where the dollar is effectively already digitized. And so people say, what's the big deal between moving from this to a, a central bank digital currency? Here's the difference. A central bank digital currency Every single dollar has a unique fingerprint. Every single dollar the government can can trace and track and therefore tax. With a central bank digital currency, bureaucrats have unbelievable power to monitor how you spend, where you spend, what you're spending your money on, et cetera. The level of surveillance and the level of control is really difficult to overstate here. Right now, what goes in and out of our bank accounts is largely private. You know what I like in this, too? It's, and I struggle with it. If um, you have a, a car or an all-terrain vehicle and you've got a bunch of property, you want to just drive around on that property, no seat belt, drink if you like, um, do whatever you want. It's your property. But once you take that vehicle out on the road, you have to have a license. You have to have an ID. You have to have 
and, and abide by the rules of the road. Why? Because the government owns the road. The government will own these dollars, be able to pre-program them, have absolute total control over how each dollar is spent, will be able to surveil it because it is government property. This is what they're going to argue in court, just like the roads are. So things you could do in your vehicle on your own property, you cannot do on the roads. And by the way, the Digital ID Act has already passed. I know one House of Congress. I've been trying to figure out if it's passed the other, and I can't. The digital ID will then be tied to this currency. And as you know, and I know you know this, EJ and Tony, um, our Federal Reserve Chairman, Jerome Powell, has already said, we could make central bank digital currency anonymous, but we will not. We will know every dollar you have where it is, and we will tell you what you can do with it. Scary, right? Oh, absolutely. And you know, some of this may sound very conspiratorial, uh, to the listeners out there. But what I want to emphasize is that it's not me coming up with these ideas, right? These are the these are the words of the people who are advocating for these central bank digital currencies around the world. They themselves are the ones who are proposing ideas like, hey, you know, we should really limit how much people can save so that we can effectively force them to spend their money to so-called stimulate the economy, right? They're the ones who are saying things like, hey, you know how we've been trying to force people into green energy by the tax code, doing things like providing tax credits, for example, or putting extra taxes on coal, oil, natural gas? Well, what if we just had the central bank digital currency and then we could earmark dollars for only being spent on things like an electric vehicle or a charging station instead of a gas station or a regular combustion uh, engine vehicle. So the people, it is the people who are advocating these things that we are simply quoting and trying to alert people, trying to tell people what those bureaucrats are already saying. It's not as if we're dreaming these things up ourselves. You wrote this, and this is the paragraph that chilled me. Uh, E.J. and Tony, and again, he is with the Heritage Foundation. He's written this piece uh, for Fox News. Central bank digital currencies are entirely under bureaucratic control because every digital dollar has a unique fingerprint. Literally all transactions can be surveilled, recorded, and even reversed by a bureaucrat's push of the button. Right. So, again, something that's very scary, but something that, that, that we're not making up. Again, it is the people advocating these things that, that we are simply just using their words. Right. A bureaucrat can sit there and say, you know what, you've spent too much on item X or you haven't spent enough on on service Y. And a bureaucrat can simply dictate where your money goes because they have that level of control with a central bank digital currency. You know, again, these these are the same people, for example, that without people's knowledge, let alone their permission, decided to change their thermostats because they thought it'd be better for the planet. So if you think these people are not capable of of this kind of, of maniacal control, think again, because anytime they have had the power to do so, they have exercised it. You know, I've been wondering, wondering, EJ, if this is why Congress, why the Democrats, not Congress, but why the Democrats um, funded those 87,000 IRS agents. I mean, that is, um, one of those agents could check in on four U.S. taxpayers a day and they would cover the whole tax-paying adult public, which is only like half the population. I mean, so this is literally an IRS agent per four taxpayers a day. Um, they, they could have this level of control. 
Absolutely. And, you know, allegedly those those agents are all being hired to go after the, the billionaires in the country. But explain to me then why the IRS is now implementing a new program to to try to tax the, the tips of, of waitresses and bartenders. I don't think those are the billionaires. I could be wrong. At least when I was bartending, I never made a billion dollars. But but maybe I just <laughs> did a really lousy job. You probably should have tried harder, EJ. Um, probably. Absolutely. Now, listen to this. This gets at what, well, I mean, you wrote it, but this gets at what you're seeing. Central bank digital currencies could be earmarked for certain purchases and forbidden for others. The government can easily dictate which dollars of your income go to buying food and what kind of food. Right. You know, the, the same people right now who are advocating things like a central bank digital currency are also the ones telling us, hey, you know, to save the planet, we need to stop eating beef and we need to switch to eating bugs. Interestingly, they themselves are not willing to do that. They just want the, you know, the rest of us plebes to have to do that. Um, but and again, I, I just want to emphasize because so much of this sounds conspiratorial. Like there are publicly available memos. The public can go out and read them. You have central bankers around the world who are saying things like, you know, a social credit score would be a lot easier for us to implement if we had a central bank digital currency. I mean, a social credit score, this is this is communist level uh, uh, surveillance and control. It's truly fight- frightening because. I mean, this is the same government, EJ, that we have now learned from Twitter files in recent months of the disclosures is already online censoring us for seeing the wrong thing. All that, all this does is just hook your bank account up so that it's not just your, you know, Facebook account that disappears. So is your bank account for two weeks when you go to Facebook jail. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, like, look at everything that has happened in this administration, the complete flaunting of the rule of law. And, and the using of the rule of law to persecute their political enemies. L- look at what they have done in ignoring all of the, the violent extremist attacks on crisis pregnancy centers, for example. These are organizations that are trying to help women and children in their hour of need. And when those buildings are getting firebombed, for crying out loud, the Department of Justice is purposely turning a blind eye to it. And yet they're going to prosecute somebody who doesn't want to bake a cake for for a gay couple, let's say, for their wedding or, or, or for whatever other you know, issue you want to associate this with. I mean, these people are absolutely insane. And, and that's with the limited amount of control they have. Imagine if they had that much more control. Imagine what they would do to their political opponents. EJ and Tony, um, I'm glad you brought that up about the baking the cake. That would be businesses. This would mean the government would have absolute control over businesses, too, and how they spent their money or didn't spend their money, even what products they could buy to put on their shelves. Right, exactly. You know, pe- people don't realize, you know, business owners, I should say, business owners don't realize that, like, how damaging this could be. Imagine if you're trying to sell something that doesn't quite fit in with the whole woke agenda or the ESG agenda. Again, imagine if you're a gas station owner and people keep coming up to your gas station to try to fill up their cars and and they end up leaving only with maybe you know a quarter of a tank or a half a tank because the government has told them, ah, you know what, you can't spend that much on gasoline this week. Sorry, because we don't like gasoline. I mean, this is, again, this is just absolute insanity. And 
Uh, just so people understand, and this was from the Wall Street Journal, this is not theoretical. The Federal Reserve is already running a trial program with, um, I think, like half a dozen volunteer major. I know MasterCard's one of them. Um, organizations to see like how would this work? How we were going to be? How are we going to be able to make the switch within these organizations? And Target and other retailers have already begun um, to lobby for and push for digital currency. And Target is mandating that by 2030. I don't know if you knew this that all of their affiliates must also pay with a form of digital currency that they have to be digital payments in other words doesn't have to be cbdc so that target can begin dictating to people even in the third world who make its products in the factories the way that their money will be spent so this is going to uh, this could potentially usher in fascism as certain companies are given preference and they're able to tell their employees their contractors how they will spend money and live their lives if they would like a job that's exactly right. You know, ironically, the same people who like to call all, all of their political opponents Nazis, which were, you know, what were Nazis? They they were socialists and fascists. They they were essentially big government uh, uh, bureaucrats, right, who exercised tremendous amounts of, of control over industry. And the state got to tell those business owners what to do and how to run their businesses. And then big business uh, in turn bullied small business to to make sure that the government got what it wanted. I mean, that is what these people are advocating for. Do we, and just, let's just ask ourselves this question. Do we really want to trust a government with with more power that has already abused all of the power that they've already been given and has lied to the American people about it so thoroughly? Look no further than everything Tucker Carlson has been uncovering, whether you like Tucker or not. Look no further than everything he has been uncovering with with the January 6th. Uh, uh, video evidence, all those tapes that was purposely hidden from the public and the lawyers of the defendants, that's illegal, that's against the Constitution, that's a violation of those people's civil civil liberties. But all of that was done in the name of, I don't know, their, their political agenda, their ideology. Do we really want to give these people any more power? I, it scares me. I, and I got to wonder this, you know how uh, voter registration databases are public, Right. Driver's license databases are public. Those are public records, so they must be public. Well, if the government owns the dollar, right, are all transactions then not public? You mentioned a babysitter being paid by parents. Everyone will know. There'll be no hiding. Well, guess what? If you're politically incorrect, now everybody you've ever transacted with, a virtual map of your associations, is it going to be public? Are they going to be vilified? Um, if you are vilified, I mean, there's so many questions here publicly. Right, exactly. You know, increasingly, people don't even use cash for for like something like paying a babysitter, right? Sure. We we use we use Zelle or Venmo or one of these other apps. Well, I mean, the going back to what we said earlier with all those IRS agents, those eighty-seven thousand IRS agents. You know, they're they're now saying the IRS is now saying that you have to report. A lot of those small transactions, even something as small as, as just six hundred dollars. So maybe you're you're borrowing money from a from a family member, let's say. Now that has to get reported. And if you can't provide some kind of receipt or explanation as to that, congratulations, that's gonna be subject to tax. I mean, it's just it is absolute insanity. Again, these are the same people who said that, you know, we're trying to go after the billionaires. Really? And a six hundred dollar threshold? That's what you're going to set for these small transactions. That's how you go after billionaires. 
I mean, once again, you can't believe anything these people say. It's just another power grab. EJ Anthony, um, thank you so much for joining us today on 106.3 WRD. If you want to read his piece, it's excellent. It's called The Scary Fed Idea to Turn Your Dollars into a Digital Power Grab. Thanks for joining us this morning on 106.3 WORD. Terrorists want it. Hear the Terror Show weekday mornings on 106.3 WORD and the Odyssey app.